Hey, thank you so much for downloading the episode on the show today. I talk about how sick I am. I know I sound weird, but we get through the show. We talk about this and about all the men who are having a really rough week, along with no ugly and awkward moments of the week, just our ugly selves. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. You're not dead inside. You just need a battery. Paula. I was hoping you could teach me a few things. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome. (laughs) Sorry. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is Jamie with my sister Paula. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> what episode is this? Oh, um, two, two fifty. No, three. Okay, here's the problem. I don't have our outline in front of us. I normally print it out, and I didn't this time because it's pretty small. Okay, I think I, I think I could tell us. Hold on, hold on. It I believe three fifty-two. It is episode. 352 exactly yes and we are sister sue podcast yes we are sorry i totally screwed that up anyway welcome to the ugly truth i am very i'm ill but shockingly i'm getting better i sound worse but i feel better okay i know you don't believe me we (laughs) you think i should go to the doctor well when i first heard you i'm just like i think you should go to the doctor you sound much better now but well, maybe you I, hadn't yeah. maybe you hadn't really talked to anybody like that morning or this morning. No, I I definitely had morning voice, and you know the mornings are worse Always. when you're sick, and so I hadn't spoken. Although I started hacking up lungs around five a.m., oh I literally God. woke myself up coughing. It's good though because I wasn't coughing before, so my voice sounds terrible, but I actually feel a lot remarkably better than I did even yesterday. I woke up this morning and you know when you're really drunk and then you wake up at some point in the middle of the night and you're sober? Have you ever done that where you're you're so intoxicated when you go to sleep and then you wake up you're like, I'm sober now. Like immediately you wake up sober. No, that have you ever that never happens to me. I usually okay. wake up in the middle of the night and have to throw up. Okay. Well it happened to me this morning. I woke up and went, oh wow, I feel like a hundred percent better today. How weird. Good. But now my body is just exercising all of the shit that's in my body out. So I sound, well, I sound terrible. I sound like a smoker or an old person. I don't know. So you're draining it and expelling all the gross. Yes. Gotcha. Like an exorcist. I'm just pea souping everything. Pea soup everywhere. Yes. So I do sound terrible, but hopefully my, um, my voice will improve. And hopefully it's not too unattractive to listen to for a few minutes today. Obviously, I am at my sexiest right now. Mm-hmm. I sound amazing and I look fabulous. <laughs> oh, I'm positive about that. <laughs> I am. I'm a, I'm a lovely shade of deathly white. Oh. And I have um, I could pack all of my luggage under my eyes in these bags. Oh, my God. And because I have been blowing my nose for four days straight, I have a red mustache <laughs> under my nose, over my lip, and now I have a. I've rubbed my lip raw from blowing. Daryl went and found the most sensitive Kleenex he could find at the store because mm-hmm. I've gone through like four boxes. It's like insane how much mucus comes out of one's face when you're ill. That's nice that you use tissue. I just walk around with like a roll of toilet paper in my hand and then shove them in the middle. 
Well, see, that's what I did. I and, But it started getting raw. He's like, I think I need to get you some clean. It must be very apparent. <laughs> so anyway. Did he get you like the lotion kind? Yes. Okay. And so what's funny is, remember that scene in um, You've Got Mail when she's sick at the end? And yeah. She's like, I have a temperature. Well, there is tissue there were tissues all over the place and Daryl's like here I brought you a trash can <laughs> because I'm just like flinging them anywhere I'm so mad that I'm ill yeah you gotta walk around with like a, a grocery bag or something I oh my god that's so funny I had a, a, a Bath and Body Works bag mm-hmm. and I was walking around with tissue in it nobody wants it's to see so your annoying. snot rags lying around the house I know <laughs> I know it can't it's be true. sanitary well I'm irritated Daryl's being a trooper. He's not annoyed at your coughing. No, it's weird <laughs> being with a normal human that doesn't know, right? find it repellent like we do. <laughs> but you know, Daryl's one of the nicest humans that we know in our in our world. I know he's like a battered dog. He's not a battered dog. He's <laughs> fine. But the day I got sick. We hugged and I pulled back and he goes, your eyes are like slits. Oh. And I said, well, thank you very much for the compliment. He goes, well, I'm just, I can tell you don't feel well. So what do I do? I widen my eyes real bad. And he goes, okay, well, they're not that bad now. (laughs) You know, there's things you can do for puffy eyes. Like you can get those little puffy eye strips or you can put like cucumbers on there or a cold rag or something. But there is absolutely nothing you can do for dark circles. I look like a fucking raccoon when I get sick (laughs) or a panda bear or something like that. Especially us because we get so pale. God, I have had dark circles probably since like seventh grade. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It only gets worse. I know. And so, you know, day one of my nose starting to just turn on like a faucet. I would discreetly retrieve to the bathroom, Mm -hmm. blow my nose, you know, ladylike, and dispose of it. Day three, hog (laughs) on the couch, (laughs) you know, and every once in a while, every once in a while, Daryl will kind of avert, he'll like turn because I know he's just, he's over it. And so I'll be, I'll turn, I'll go, I'll look at him (laughs) and I'll look at him, I'm like, I know I'm like so sexy right now, right? Don't you just love this? Aren't you just so glad that I'm being myself right now? This is the real me. Oh my God. It is not the real you. Of course not. But I'm so angry because I am shockingly a control freak. (laughs) So I have no control over the illness at all. So it's making me mad. You're trying trying to control your your cells. I can't. And it's pissing me off. And and I don't feel like, you know, he's like, well, you need to eat something. I'm like, no, I want nothing. I'm so just, I don't feel good. And I just want to waste away. Which is absolutely everything you shouldn't do when you're sick. I know. I know. And so I've been drinking a lot of tea and stuff like that. But before I got sick, and maybe this is why I was getting sick. I was making dinner. And I was tasting something and I'm like, this needs more salt. And I feel like I've been saying that a lot lately, like the last month or so. Mm-hmm. And so I turned to Daryl and I said, you know, I think I'm getting old lady mouth. Oh, like your taste buds are getting old. Yeah. And he said, what the hell is old lady mouth? And I'm like, you know, when old people get when they get older, they stop being able to taste things. And so they add like a shit ton of salts so when you go to somebody's house who's old everything's like way salty 
So like when they when you go to a place where they cater to the elderly, everything is under seasoned. Right. Because they add so much crap to it because they can't taste anything. I said, I think that's happening to me. He goes, you do not have old lady mouth. And I said, well, I could. I mean, you know, we're not 30. I wonder how chefs deal with that. I don't know. But th- maybe that's why they have all those young sous chefs. Here, taste this. Just to taste. <laughs> yes. Because they can't trust their buds anymore. I don't know. But I said, I feel like I've been adding and I don't add it. I just kind of deal because I'm afraid that I'm oversalting because of my old lady mouth. It could be allergies. I'm not going to lie. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm old, but it also could be that. So I'm, I'm being very overly conservative with the seasoning. Yeah. And actually, I tend to over, like not over season, but I try and over salt things because I feel like every time I watch those cooking shows, they're, yeah. they're always putting like gobs of salt on things. In I fact, you Alex like, Gertrishelli, when she comes over and they're doing like those cooking competitions or whatever, she'll yes. walk over to check on her little like, you know, <laughs> she, her little chef. And she always picks up a pinch of salt and sp- sprinkles it on their food before she even tastes it. Yeah. You know, that's really funny. Um, chef Amberell does that. I remember watching her on a show. and She walks up. She goes, OK, this looks good. She took a handful of salt and <laughs> threw it in the pot. So I use a lot of salt because... I think that we probably tend to under season things. So, well, Mackenzie, when she was in cooking school, she said that her, um, her instructors did the same thing. They said, you need salt in this. And we're like, that's a ridiculous amount. And then they taste it and they go, oh, yeah, it definitely needed salt. Mm-hmm. I think in general, we probably under season because you can always add, you can't subtract. So everybody is really conservative when they when you're cooking to do the salt thing. Right. Anyway, hopefully the old lady mouth is temporary. You don't think it's a sign of menopause, do you? It is not menopause. I've I've had tests. <laughs> I am not I am not premenopausal yet. You are not day old uh, bread yet. No, I'm not. So this has been a super bad week for dudes in the world. R. Kelly has lost his damn mind publicly. <sighs> See, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing is, I was chatting with one of my friends, and yes. I hate to even admit this, but yeah, you like R. Kelly. There's a few songs of his that were like my favorites growing up. Well, that's that's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. And same with Chris Brown. <laughs> so I don't like Chris Brown. I never did though. There's a couple of his songs that I really like, and I'm like, what okay. is wrong with me? You know, well, I you feel like I know t- their life. Okay, Jamie, everyone, everyone knew R. Kelly liked young girls. This is not a secret. This goes back to Aaliyah days, you know? I know. You know, I remember that. I'm like, I really liked Aaliyah. I'm like, holy shit, sh- that was the guy she married? He married, a, he even... married a 15-year-old, for God's sakes, you know? Well, whose parents allowed that? Well, and this is this is the same argument I have today. All these yeah. victims, quote-unquote, yeah. they have yeah. parents, you know? Right. How did these young 13-year-olds or, you know, 17-year-olds, 16-year-olds, I don't know how old these, how old these girls are, how did they mm-hmm. get into R. Kelly's bedroom? Or forget that he's even R. Kelly. How did they end up in a 50-year-old's bedroom? I don't know. <laughs> Well, it's the same mentality that people are saying about the Michael Jackson thing. It is. People are so enamored with fame and famous people. They just give them permission. Well, and I mean, just because someone's famous doesn't mean that they're not disgusting. I I think of it like this way. You know, 
not that she's disgusting. She's not. Britney Spears. Everyone yeah. expected her to be so eloquent and professional and all of these things. And she right. was just a young girl raised in Louisiana. <clears throat> you know? 15-year-old. Yeah. With her mom pushing her to be famous. She didn't know to be Hollywood and Los Angeles and all of that stuff until much later in life. So people were so shocked at her behavior. And I'm like, well, what do you expect? She's from Louisiana. <laughs> it's not like she had training. Exactly. Well, what it, it is very weird, though, that parents are so starstruck that they just allow their children to to be with these people. I mean, <clears throat> let's just say Michael Jackson didn't do anything sexually inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I think he probably did, but I don't really know. I, I haven't even watched the stupid show that everyone's talking about. But no, I don't think I'm going to either. I think I'll be so grossed out that I, I have just, no I have no desire to delve into that world. And to but be honest, like, I don't think I need to. I mean, it's no, I, I was a firm believer that he was a pedophile long ago. Yes, I agree. And the fact that his own sister came out against him back then, mm-hmm. his own sister said there's something fucked up about my brother. Right. But my point is, is that let's just say he didn't do anything inappropriate sexually he was still sleeping with small children in his bed in his bed and that is inappropriate if daryl said oh yeah i'm like uh no yeah he's just gonna be like why don't you let ryan sleep in my bed tonight and you go sleep with paula and you'd be like what what the fuck is happening no i don't think the fact that these two men who are the same age Mm -hmm. and decided to finally and it wasn't until they became fathers that they realized like yes. how wrong it was. And you know, it's funny because um, I've been in enough therapy now to know and I always tell my kids, I'm like, look, I'm prepared for your onslaught when you become parents, okay? I realize I know what mistakes I made, so I'm like prepared mm-hmm. for the hate that you're gonna bring on, but just know that it, things change so lightning fast in this world I never put them in any danger. They were not abused. You know, it was nothing like that. So we're talking about refining parenting moments. Right. Not like I sold you out to R. Kelly (laughs) for two years. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, you know, everything's I'm, you know, it's very different. But my point is, is that these parents are so disgusting. Where does the where did the parenting the the need to protect where did that go you know and that's just the thing is is like you know it's one thing if it happens in the home that's completely different you know or you know it's the the creepy uncle or something like that but i mean these people literally handed their children over to someone and that is something i can't comprehend it just kind of reminds me of when a child goes into therapy and then they confront their parents with all the shit that went down when they were kids Mm -hmm. and it creates this huge thing in the home it's kind of happening on the world stage now these beloved celebs you know i mean michael jackson's the only one but there are other celebrities who have been called to the carpet on their behavior since they became famous oh i mean just was it last year where they went through the me too movement where all these you know famous people were accused of Demanding all these blowjobs. sexual <laughs> allegations and everything like that. Yes. I was appalled. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe that people were still doing that shit. I mean, that was... Oh, I believe it. That was a, supposed to be done away with in the 80s. Yeah. Well, th- Daryl and I, we've had this discussion and 
basically I said the Me Too movement will never be successful really when there will always be a woman willing to blow some director for a part. That will Mm. never go away. Never. So the women who are in Hollywood specifically who have never had to do that and there are many, many, but there will always be the one and that's the problem. Right. Is that sex is a commodity just like money and power and everything else. So there will always be someone going yeah, I'll do it for the part and then win an Oscar, you know? Right. So it's th- that's the part that they will never, ever succeed. Well, and who's you know? to say that there aren't women who have and they're just not right. telling, you know? <laughs> I'm sure. It's the same people who don't talk about their sexuality yeah. because they're the hottest Hollywood men or whatever. So anyway, so yeah, R. Kelly's toast. Michael Jackson's dead. So we don't really. Alex Trebek has got stage four pancreatic cancer. Can you believe that? Well, yes, he's had some health problems for a while. Yeah, he has. But it was all heart related. I had no idea that. He had like a blood clot or something. Yeah. What I read about pancreatic cancer is that they said it's really hard to diagnose. You typically Mm -hmm. there's really not many symptoms. Um, no. And so, I mean, the fact that he got it at stage four, though, is pretty shocking. Am I mistaken, or is this isn't this what Patrick Swayze had? Patrick Swayze died from it. Steve Jobs died from it. Okay. A lot of people die from it. Well, I mean, traditionally, anybody who gets pancreatic cancer dies from it. Yeah, I think um, I think five years is the long term success if you can live five years. And that's if you catch it early. Yes, I'm he's at stage four. I'm thinking he's got six months. Really? That's what I think. Well, we'll see what money buys because he's pretty rich. No, he's very wealthy. <laughs> so we'll see what kind of experiments he allows himself to go through to see. Be. I think what saddened me the most, though, is when I read that article where he says he wished he had met his wife earlier because yes. he just I mean, they've been together for 29 years, which to me is a long time. Yeah. He says, I just wish I met her 20 years earlier. He says, but then again, she wouldn't have been born. But (laughs) because she's like 29 years, you know, his junior or something. like that. Yes. Oh, but he's just wishing they had more time. That's so sad. Oh, my God. You know, Daryl always says that he always goes, I really wish I met you in high school. I go, if you'd met me in high school, you wouldn't have liked me. I can tell you that. If you had met him in high school, you wouldn't have liked him. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I it's hard to it's hard to tell. You but, went through that um, phase where you kind of liked the burly brown-haired guys. It's true, but Daryl was a baseball player. And so I would have been in on that. Hmm, yeah. I would have been all about that. There is things about baseball players. Although I will say that um depending on where what school <laughs> we were in, he was wearing Adidas tracksuits and had the gold herringbone chain. You, in high school are you kidding me no who did he so, think he was ll cool j <laughs> ll cool yeah. j at 110 pounds <laughs> hey he grew up in richmond okay everybody dressed like that <laughs> everybody dressed like that we're wearing our you know pegged white cotton pants with with vans yeah. And he's wearing Adidas. <laughs> With a tracksuit. Interesting. With a track suit. Was it velvet? There's a name for it. I can't remember. Or velour? No, no, no. It was like Adidas tracksuit. You know, like the nylon tracksuit. Oh, okay. Like, navy blue. like what they were, like basketball players wear in yes. between. I got gotcha. you. Okay. His was navy blue. And I said, hey, we were walking around the store one day and I said, hey, I go, would you stop wearing that gold chain? <laughs> and he's like, 
I don't know. I go, did a girl make fun of you? And then you just took it off. And he's like, I don't remember. I'm like, I bet it was. I bet some girl just said, why are you wearing that? <laughs> Probably. And then you took it off. You're like, I've had enough of this. <laughs> and just took it off. Oh, for heaven. That's the thing. Sake. Guys will guys will totally change their look if a girl that they like mentions anything. Like when I met Daryl, he had a goatee. Oh, God. I hate them so much, Paula. I hate goatees. Either do the mustache or the beard, but not both. Yeah. And I said, what's with the goatee? And he goes, what do you mean? I go, oh, I don't know. And we, I had no interest in him, by the way. We were not dating. <laughs> we were just friends. And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, it's my, it's my face. You know, if I, if I shave it off, I look like a kid. I'm like, well, you are a kid. We're only in our 20s. I said, I just, whenever I see a guy with a short clipped goatee, it reminds me of a vagina. Oh, and I don't know why. I said, it just looks like you have a vagina on your face and it bugs me. And so he shaped it off. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me of my psychology class. They what? One of our assignments was to try and get someone to uh, change their behavior just with body cues. Really? <laughs> and so at the time, my boyfriend, he was wearing this T-shirt that I hated and mm. so just with like me kind of looking at the shirt and then kind of like frowning or like rolling my eyes or whatever and just, you know, throughout the, the afternoon or something, he eventually changed his T-shirt because I think he noticed that I was like not into the T-shirt. You were repulsed by his shirt, so he changed <laughs> Basically. it. Yes, he changed Success! it. <laughs> I know, Success. I was so happy. <laughs> yeah, listen, women have a lot of power over men that are in love with them. I mean, we can get him to do just about anything. It's just a matter of it sticking. That's the thing. Like, I bet two days later he put the shirt on. Probably when I wasn't around, but. Right. So it's like, that's the thing is you can't really change someone. You can do it temporarily. Luckily, Daryl has not returned with the goatee. Or the tracksuit. Or the tracksuit. Although I did ask him if he wanted one. (laughs) (laughs) He gets mad at me. But I'm like, what? You can have one. One year for Christmas, (laughs) you should just buy him one. Navy blue Adidas tracksuit coming your way that would be maybe i'll get him a gold chain for his birthday (laughs) but it's got to be like the thick chains you know like it's got to be like the old school herringbone gold that used to get you know at above the belt at the mall (laughs) (laughs) do you remember that store yes yes above the belt sold the herringbone necklaces the gold herringbone necklaces and they came in many thicknesses Mm -hmm. and everybody bought one I had one. This was before the piercing pagoda. Yes. I had one. I loved it. You had a herringbone gold chain? Yes. Everyone did. Well, if everyone did. They were the then. thing. Okay. Well, you're younger than me. So maybe maybe the trend had ended when you uh, entered high school. But when I was in high school, everybody had one. Yeah, I'm thinking so. So, so speaking of month for men, I don't know if you saw this. What? I was literally blushing, Jamie. What? There is this... Nothing makes you blush. Jamie, (laughs) if you're on my Facebook page, the Sack B put an article out about the world's hottest math teacher. Did you see that? I saw that. that. Did you go to his Instagram page? I didn't. Okay. If you go to his Instagram page, Mm -hmm. there are like pictures of him. Okay. First of all, he's Italian. So... Well, you love that. Oh my God, do I... World's hottest math teacher visits Fresno. What? I know, right? Of all the places, Fresno? where are you going to go to the butthole of California? God. Oh, Pietro Bocelli, an Italian engineer and former math teacher, has almost 3 million followers on Instagram. Make He's that a model. Make that 3 million and one. 
<laughs> but he used to be a, a math teacher for engineers. I mean, so he's wicked smart. Wicked smart. Wicked smart. PhD in engineering, business inquiries. Yes, right. That's what you want, business inquiries. Oh, yeah. he's cute. Just keep Natural scrolling. Eye. Okay. Oh, nice, nice. Some of these okay. pictures are just ridiculous. Oh, wow. He has a nice body. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> and his package is not small. Well, no. he's Italian. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Paula. Jamie. He's so cute. I told you I was totally blushing. I'm like, this isn't right. I shouldn't be looking at these. He's only Why? 30. So what? It's inappropriate. Cute. Wow. He is really cute. Right. <laughs> And I'm not really into it, you know, the Italian thing, but he is definitely delish. <laughs> He's got lips, those lips. <laughs> Listen to you. <gasps> Did you see the one of him in bed? Jamie, I saw all of them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. He's a cutie pie for sure. Anyways. So I was just like, could you imagine if he was your math teacher? No. <laughs> Do you know, everybody no. would be taking that math class. It would be like um, Indiana Jones, where every every girl in the school is taking his archaeology class. I know. They're That's writing, they're writing like. I love you on their eyelids. On their eyelids. It's like, <laughs> I need some time in your office. I need, I need a visit. Yeah, I need to talk to you about my last test. <laughs> I failed it miserably. <laughs> I was hoping you could teach me a few things. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, really quick. We were talking about it earlier, but... You are you required to meet some parents this weekend? Okay, so I'm sure we're going about this all wrong. Um, oh Olivia, God, what? <laughs> so Olivia has this friend at school, and the friend wants her to come over. And well, first the friend wanted her to come over and spend the night, and we're just like, eh, you know, we we don't even know these parents. You know, I think we should, you know, at least do like a meet and greet kind of thing. Sure, sure. And I don't even know about spending the night yet. I I just mm -hmm. I don't know what age that's appropriate. And well, I can tell you that our parents did not allow us to spend the night at anyone's house. My first sleepover, I was in sixth grade. I mean, we're fine with someone sleeping at our house, which I know is kind well, of, of like you know, hip, hip not hypnotic or uh, hypocritical. Hypocritical. <laughs> yes, but. I just don't feel comfortable with Olivia going anywhere. But she really wants, they really want her to come over and play. So I only see the dad in the morning and we just wave to each other. But I've never really talked to him, mostly because I'm in my pajamas. And of so, course, God forbid. You know, I'm not going to come out in my green plaid <laughs> pajama bottoms wearing, you know. No bra and a big t-shirt. No bra hey! and a Chevy t-shirt with my, right, you right. know, jacket on. So... We agreed to meet them at McDonald's on Sunday just to have some fries and a soda and just kind of chit chat. Okay. But now I feel like they probably think we're nuts because we couldn't just, you know, briefly have a conversation at the school and just, you know, uh, get to know yeah, names and stuff. I don't know. I just I don't know how this is done. First of all, this is what I do. Get the address and then Google map the address so you know where they live. Okay. You can see what kind of house they have. You know, just get an idea of what kind of people they are based on where they live. Okay. 
obviously because they go to the school and the way your city is set up you have to li- literally live within like a three mile radius or something and all the houses are nice unless right. they live in the, the apartments <laughs> that we used to but i mean i'm sure they don't yeah i probably would have just dropped her off at the house and said okay well, i'm gonna go run some errands and i'll come back i know but- i don't know why we have to be so st- stupid about it i just we're overprotective <sighs> and you know we weren't like this with ryan like with ryan it was no big deal but with olivia it's like we just are so overprotective of her. And I think well, it's she's be- a little, your little girl. And I think it's because she's just so small and she's right. just kind of ditzy and awkward. And she just doesn't she doesn't know better sometimes. I don't know. I understand. But it could be worse. You could just dump her off, never even go to the door and then just come and get her the next morning and have her run out to the driveway. I mean, there are parents that do that. That's terrible. Yeah, but I mean, it happens. I mean, it's happened to us. So we're, you know, we're, we would not set up a date (laughs) at a mutually agreed upon location. I know. It's like, it's like a child custody arrangement. (laughs) Yeah, no, we wouldn't do that. I mean, no, but I mean, you might want to throw on a pair of jeans next time and just go out and talk to the dad. I know. I, I'm too lazy. I just, I can't do it, but... I mean yeah, to, I, but I then you. I'm just like, you know, I didn't wash my hair last night, so my hair's like, you uh, know, a grease lick. And it's like I wish I I wish I could help you, but I, you know how I feel about going out in pajamas. So I didn't brush my teeth. Well, I mean, we're literally getting there at like seven forty in the morning. And I get it. I get it. I'm just saying that Of course if you have a real job, that's not early, but <laughs> No, it's it's it has nothing to do with any of that. I'm just saying that you're, this is the first time for you. This is your first little girl. And boys are different. And so you feel a little more like they're a little more vulnerable. So you just want to make sure. I get it. Well, and, you know, to be perfectly it. honest, I don't remember going. I don't remember Ryan going to friend's house this early. I thought it was more like fourth or fifth grade. No. Well, I mean, she's nine. Yeah, so, but I mean, she's, only about in, the time. she's only in third grade, though. So I don't know. The thing is, is that it. this is the time when girls start getting social and they want to do stuff and, you know, there's little packs of them and stuff. What if we meet their parents and they're total freaks and we're just like, you know, we, we've we've uh, reconsidered this and uh, we don't want her coming to your house. <laughs> well, what if it what if it's the other way and they go, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually probably more a uh, situation. Like, we, we really love Olivia, but maybe it's just best if they're friends at school. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. But I can see that happening. <laughs> hey, it's International Women's Day today. Did you know that? Fantastic. You don't care? Well, what does that even mean? I don't know. I think it's just a way to celebrate women. <laughs> like, we don't try and celebrate ourselves enough. You know, I was so sick the other day that I Googled to see if I had measles. <laughs> did you have a rash on your body no when 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 you get measles as an adult you don't get the big breakout you get like a cold like this but you have bumps inside your mouth did you have bumps inside your mouth no i don't <laughs> that's why that's why and then i read it said do you need to get like a booster shot if you've had measles vaccination do you need to get another one as an adult And they're like absolutely not you're totally good Measles is like a, is like a one and done thing. So I just don't good. understand. 
if you're an anti-vaxxer and then you're suddenly seeing this outbreak of measles, like, how do you not realize you're responsible for that? I don't know. I mean, there's always the exception to the rule. There are children who can't get it. Who? For very, well, there are children who have cancer oh. or who are going, undergoing treatment. And so they can't have, they can't introduce these deadly viruses into their bodies. Mm-hmm. But other than that, if everybody, with the exception to the rules, get the vaccination, it keeps everyone safe. Mm-hmm. Because now... The person who can't get it is surrounded by people who can't give it to them. Exactly. So it's, I don't know if they, it's heard something. I, I can't remember, but it's basically protecting the weaklings. Right. And that's. But now you've got these idiots who think, you know, because they listened to Jenny McCarthy a decade ago. Right. That everyone's going to get autism, which, by the way, they've disproven many times and they're just being selfish because they're only thinking of their own children and they don't realize that sometimes especially with babies they have to wait until a certain age to get those uh vaccinations like you know those vaccinations go all the way up to age two like some are in series or some you have i I know how it works yeah right (laughs) so you know if you're a baby playing at the park or whatever and you hadn't had a certain vaccination yet because you can't but you could probably still get the you know the virus right because your you know organic vegan child didn't you know get his vaccinations (laughs) and carries this thing then you know that could kill a baby well it and it has that's just pisses me off i i hate it Yes. Well, that one that one kid, that 18 year old that went to testify before Congress. Yeah. How he 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 went above beyond his parents wishes and got vaccinated when he turned 18. Yeah. He said that the majority of her information to reinforce her thoughts were was from Facebook. Awesome. But she was an anti-vaxxer before Facebook. He's 18. Right. So I mean, this was happening before, but Anyway, I was just like, well, at least I know that I won't get measles and this is just a really bad cold. Yeah. Anyway, so we do we have any ugly and awkward moments of the week? Do you have anything? I mean, other than my usual self. No, I really don't. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've done anything. Would it? I have literally done nothing. I, I Well, you've been sick all week. No, I know. I tried to play a video game yesterday and I kept getting people killed and I'm like, OK, I can't play anymore. I'm sorry. I literally had to, like, not play. <laughs> I was so sick. Anyway, all right. So no ugly and awkward moments of the week. We're just our old ugly selves because I'm sick with old lady mouth and slits for eyes. And you are in pajamas with greasy hair. So And yelling at people, and via, yelling at people. via email because, God forbid, <laughs> should anybody ever actually talk to someone. And your biggest date, your, your hottest date is going to be at McDonald's sharing a small fry with some parents. <laughs> While I look at my Italian on Instagram. <laughs> what a life we live. He's going to be a, my new uh, life. He's he's firsted the file now. Oh, you put him in the in the bank, huh? Who am I kidding? I haven't masturbated in months. Oh, my God. That's your problem. Is your is your silver bullet out? I think the batteries are dying. I'm sending you one. This is ridiculous. No wonder you're being so mean. I don't even have orgasm. I don't have time. There's always you have time. People or animals crawling on me. Just go to the bathroom and say you have to poop, and then just do it. It takes like a. It takes like one. Okay, especially if you haven't masturbated in a long time, Paul. You know it's going to take like thirty seconds. You're being done and done. I feel dead inside. You're not dead inside. You just need a battery. 
God. We have batteries. I just. Oh, my God. Speaking of. What? Not to, kind of on the same line. So because I've been really sick, I've been watching like a ton of TV. Mm-hmm. I watched that movie Tully. Yeah. With, um, What's that pretty woman's name? Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, I had it nailed like immediately. You did? Oh, yeah. I, immediately. I was I like, was oh, shocked. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I had no idea. I'll tell you when I figured out she wasn't real. And if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen the movie, it's about a woman who has severe postpartum depression. And it's very, very good. But when she put the waitress costume on. Yeah. And she, seduced, she seduced her husband. That's when I knew that, 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 that the quote unquote night nurse was a figment of her imagination. That was weird. I couldn't figure yeah. that part out. That's when I knew that she was not real. That that she was she was living vicariously through her younger self. So in that scene, she really was wearing the waitress costume. Yes. And she did seduce yes. her husband. Yes. And I think the way I surmised it at the end was she created her younger self to keep herself from dying. She was going to kill herself. Oh, did, was she? Was, she? she was so depressed that she needed that to keep her alive, to remind her who she really was. So it was like an alter ego, kind of. She brought back, <clears throat> Jesus, she brought back her younger self to remind her that she had a reason to be living. Wow. Remember, I mean, she's telling her how great the baby is and how great her husband is and all that stuff. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and then at the end, even, she was saying, I was only here to bridge a gap. I wasn't here forever. So. Yeah. Gosh, that's awful. I know. It was a good movie, though. No, it was really a good, good movie, movie. But, you know, it's just it's sad because it just with some babies, sometimes they sleep really well and others don't sleep at all. And you just you still have to keep living. And it, it well, and if you don't have any help, it is absolutely it's absolutely mind numbing. Her husband was useless. And the other thing is, is that postpartum depression is different than sleep deprivation. I mean, she had full on depression. Yeah. She was she was hallucinating. I mean, really. Yeah. So. Well, she had her hands full with her other two. Yes. Yeah. That whole thing, man. And it was funny. I was watching it in the very beginning and uh, when she was still pregnant. Yeah. Daryl and I were watching it and I said, I'm uncomfortable watching this because I feel like I'm watching my life when I when I had little ones. Mm-hmm. It literally reminded me of what it was like to have little ones in the house and pregnant. It's a brutal. It's very difficult. Well, the baby wasn't planned time. either. So no, but it's just in general, it's hard when you choose to stay at home. Um, You know, like when he walked in, he's like, oh, frozen pizza. Awesome. And I'm just like, you are an asshole. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. And fuck you. You like, eat wow. nothing. But you know, what's funny is he probably didn't think a thing of it, you know, because he does not. He was not getting how difficult her life was. So, God, you know, I just hate ignorant husbands and, <laughs> and boyfriends or men when it comes to staying at home like they just they don't under i'm like you have the luxury of escaping for 12 to 14 hours you know and i know you think it's quote unquote work but Mm. trust me you don't know the half of it well you don't get it you don't get a day off 
And you Ever. don't get any breaks. And there's no breaks, you know. So that's, it's really hard. And, you know, there are men who are very aware of how difficult it is. But there's also a lot of men and women who think, oh, you have it so easy. You don't have to get up at six o'clock and get ready to go. And I'm like, I would, there was a time when I would have done anything to get up at 6 a.m. and be away from the house and not dealing with dirty laundry and bills and school and teachers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That w- Until, you know, five o'clock. That would have been awesome. That was my life, you know? Yeah. I, I had a sure. paid, you know, housekeeper that came and cleaned my house every other week. And I had someone to clean up my dog poop. And, <laughs> you know, there was just a lot of, because when you're working, you're making money. So you have, you know, money to pay for these services. And, you know, your kids are in daycare. And, you know, it, I mean, that part is sad because you feel like they're there all day, but they're doing all sorts of fun stuff. They're having a blast, you know? Sure, and sure. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a good time, but that's why, you know, being a stay at home mom, I'm like, are they really even better off? I don't know. Well, yes, there's, there's, there's trade offs to either, to both. I mean, I, it, it's a sacrifice for sure to have, an adult at home, you know, manning the home front. There's a lot of, there's a lot of positive to it though, too. Yeah. You know, your kids are being raised by you and not somebody else. True. But it, it takes a lot of effort to feel productive and not feel like a slave. Right. You know, it, it takes a lot and it, it, it takes some time to figure that out for sure. So. Well, and I think that's the other thing too is, is, you know, being a stay-at-home mom doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you're constantly a cook and a house right. cleaner and a laundry folder. And uh, you can yeah. you can definitely fall into that mode, and it's very mind-numbing, and it's grueling, and then you're miserable. You have to force yourself to be more than that. Well, and that's hard. actually the hard part. That's the hard part because it's like the mail. There's always something to clean. Mm-hmm. So well, and there's nobody motivating you. There's no motivation. No, other than you want to clean house. Yeah, but I mean, that's the other thing, too. It's like, why am I going to clean this? I know the dog's fur is going to get all over the the wood (laughs) floors again in 10 minutes. Olivia's going to spill a drink all over the coffee table. You know, I have another load of laundry in the dryer, so it's just going to be back out. You know, (laughs) dinner's not going to make itself. And I have the dishes that nobody did last night, so I guess I'll do them. So... It's a fun, True. it's a fun job. You sound like someone who needs to go back to work. I'm someone who always worked since I was 19 years old. And right. this little heyday I'm doing was nothing I chose. Well, no, but I mean, it's, you know, it, it, the, it, the time has come and gone. It's time to go back. And so you'll find something. One would hope I so. I know you will. You will. All right. On that note. Yes, I think we're done for the day. So I uh, yes. hope everybody enjoyed their Sunday. Please visit UglyTruth.com. Click on our Amazon button. Purchase something. I've been looking at a lot of shoes because I know the weather's going to be changing. And I'm excited to buy some new ones. I need a new pair of red high heels. Really? I haven't had a pair in a while because, um, well, actually, it's been a long time because my dog is almost 10. And when he was a puppy, he ate my favorite red high heels. So no. I need to buy some new ones. Amazon's got some cute stuff. They do. And um, Mm -hmm. a lot of, you can just filter down to what you want and purchase some things. They also have some cute high heel sandals. So. I am so ready to say goodbye to this winter. Oh my God. And it's the time change. Oh, that's right. 
Sunday. <sighs> I'm not happy. Yeah, and everybody's saying, maybe this is our last time change. And I'm like, whatever. That'd be fine by me. I hate the time change. I don't care if it's the good or the bad one. I hate it. I like the time change. I don't know. Ugh. Maybe I'm just no. a creature of habit. I don't know. So maybe. And then if you want to, like I said, start your pastels and or other skincare regimen, uh, perhaps puffy eyes or uh, your shaving needs. Now that we're going to probably start wearing shorts eventually and you can't hide your hairy legs anymore. They have some good bath and body uh, items over at Avon. So visit lipandclip.com and see what's going on over there. Have a fabulous week and we will see you on Wednesday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.